people like people like games. episode 25 of people like games if you don't know by now it is the intimidators of the inauthentic it is the monsieur's day mobile it is the commandantes of console gaming i'm solo and i'm lilo and those intros are getting more and more. Yeah, we're making. <laughs> I, I thought about it. I was like, should right. should I should I make this one easy and simple, or should I just just keep going into outer space? So, I think the intro is going to end up being like five minutes long because you're just yeah. going to add lines, right? So you're going to you have four three things this time. You got four things next time. It's going to be a little bit too much, a little yeah. bit aggressive, and I'm going to have to eventually. Back a bit eventually, cause... it'll it's always going to change. Maybe next week it'll be one word. Uh, exactly oh, wow. exactly you never know you never know but all right quarter of the century mark we're making big moves exactly, with our intro. don't worry everybody we uh, got this anyway anyway um as you know this is a show and we do have to do that little plug before we get into things you know the twitter at people like games hit us up say what's up you know give us some sort of positive feedback i'm not very interested in negative feedback but <laughs> so if you have something <laughs> negative to say constructive criticism Construct, no. not allowed i just, want, just want blind yeah. happy go lucky tell just me how like nice tell me how great nice i things. am just say um, good things and tell no no tell us yeah. how great we are rather there we go there i got you go. i'm working he's on working it working on it everybody it's not just his, his namesake he's, it's, he's not it's, trying to no. you know he's not trying to be too you, solo the show would be very Boring. Exactly. Exactly. It was boring. It will be boring again um, on Friday yeah. when Lilo uh, does not join us on the mic because. Yo, you got personal issues. To be frankly I think, honest, uh, death is one of the few things that unites us all. I'm just saying, you got to go to a funeral service. Okay, got to be out of here. Exactly. Sorry. Sorry, guys. It is a real world up in this piece, so uh, unfortunately, it Lilo is. won't it be is. joining us. So you'll have the luxury of finally being able to listen to just me without the interruption of lilo but that's neither here nor there <laughs> luxury, finally finally happened two weeks ago uh, but we're cool you know cool. you know where to find yep. us uh itunes anchor google play stitcher everywhere but fucking spotify and title whom we are still waiting on yep. because please spotify and title. it'll happen it's just gonna happen Every you'll, you'll, we'll, we'll get to you this guys. is one of we'll the few consistent consistent we're plugs worried. we're not too worried but uh anyway Do, you gotta introduce this new format or this is this new outline well not even a new outline a new representation of what the a little table of contents right. because you know you guys listen you know how long-winded lilo gets and how often he rambles and shit <laughs> and like says yes, yes arbitrary yes. things and keeps saying you know and i'm just like lilo what do you know i don't know you should know <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, I may, be, I may or may not now. be projecting. I don't I don't think I am, though. But regardless, um, there's a little table of contents just to give you guys a quick rundown of some of the things we'll be going over. Uh, 
I want to say we're going to be covering a lot of Xbox-related stuff with uh, our main segment sort of being renamed the final lap, where we, I guess we're going to take one or two topics and just sort of focus on those. So for this week, we're going to focus on yep. what Microsoft aims to be in the future, because as we've discussed prior, we think that the Game Pass and is sort of a, a, a revolution for what Xbox has been. We'll get more into we'll that. Get into we'll that. get more we'll into that. We'll get more into that. that. It's fine. Um, so you'll, you'll hear that at the end. And in between, you'll hear follow-ups on the NHL tournament, uh, a little bit about Fortnite Pro-Am Celebrity Tournaments, a little bit about Paragon, a little bit about Bitcoin and Microsoft, and actually, I guess we mentioned Microsoft, and NVIDIA and ESL, and... Yep, all back. Bring it all back. Pretty much a lot of topics. Just that we to hit clarify, before. we're 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 tentatively calling this quick scope, which we're about to jump into, because it's a quick scope of the entirety of the industry. So for you right. smart asses out there who are like, "Yo, that's not a quick scope," <laughs> my response to you is, "I play on a it's Mac." A industry. We're hitting uh, a lot I, of my my response is, Just... "I play on a Mac," so my. Time of a quick scope is quite different than <laughs> yours. Yeah, he's in a different realm. But so we're we're rolling out with quick scope of the industry. Then we're gonna do our our weekly thing, game spotlight, which you'll uh, hopefully like the recommendations that we make. And then finally, we'll lead it up or end it up with the final lap. You know, listen, going back to the Nintendo days, if you played Kart, yeah. just you'll understand what we're talking about. But let's start the quick scope of the industry, everybody. Okay, so first topic we got is about EA and some of <laughs> one of the Fucking best games EA. that we loved covering because it was so much fun. Yeah, it was a Battlefront 2. Just some quick news. In case you're wondering, they finally decided to get rid get yeah. rid. I can't even speak. Get rid of the paid loot boxes for the game. Okay, so everything can now be earned in game based on achievements and in time spent and whatever, like doing challenges and time challenges and blah blah blah. Long story short, they decided to adhere to their principles that everyone else in the world thought they should be doing instead of the microtransactions, um, and all those all those things that you can get in the boxes now, the loot boxes per se. They uh, they're all going to be cosmetic. Nothing that can affect gameplay. So everything that you would have wanted at launch is now coming back uh, to stay. Apparently for for the future in Battlefront Two, and I think it's a smart move by EA. Obviously, it's a little bit late. The game came out a long time ago, uh, but they're doing what they can, uh, and that's cool. To be frankly honest, that's just, just a move to protect the Star Wars brand, which did not get the uh, best of looks following the sort of mixed reception to the last jedi and with solo coming up as well yep. this is purely a pr move next <laughs> we'll see i like that idea it's probably true but we'll never know because they won't admit it uh next we got something strange and random and i just wanted to remark about it but it's funny so ps3 and sony is issuing a 65 dollars refund because of <laughs> Things it promised at launch for PS3, and this was back in the day. Yes, I said that correctly. PS3, talking about PS3. Apparently, they promised that you could utilize Linux on the PS3 um, hardware, aka you could just go into a different OS. That was a dozen years ago. Utilize PS3 some way. Yeah, dozen years ago. So, uh, fun fact. Your contractual stipulations and things you promised to customers can come back to bite you in the ass. However, 
They will take a long time <laughs> to go through court. <laughs> Come on. Are you kidding me? So this this suit was filed several years ago. I don't remember specifically when, but finally it turns out that um the people won and you can get a $65 refund for your PS3 in case you want to buy another video game because you know it's just going back in the machine. It's just that going back is in the machine. So hilarious and that's funny. sucks to be you PlayStation and Dude, no one's going to redeem it. You have to go through all these hoops to actually redeem it. And I think smart move by them. They're, they're not, not going to lose that much, much money. Come on, man. Anytime you put a rebate-oriented process on something, you're cutting out the lazy people. But yeah, like ourselves. Like ourselves. I'm not going to lie. But anyway, uh, on to a little bit of news, which relates to something we covered just last week, uh, which was the NHL getting into esports and organizing their own world champion uh, gaming world championship that actually starts next week on March 24th you can actually go to faceit.com uh, and register because it's free and open to anyone and there are still spaces available uh, if you're in the US there's a, maybe a little bit over 500 uh, available spaces to try out for the league if you happen to be in America that's and actually kind of sweet moment, uh, hell yeah of uh this recording um which is monday night and uh, anyway the uh practice yeah, your stick skills everybody seriously seriously the <laughs> championship takes place uh of the league on at the esports arena in las vegas on june 19th and the winner will take home a share of a hundred thousand if it's a free to register and you're pretty good at the game go fucking register anyway yeah and do it Exactly. Get on the board. That's pretty interesting. You, you got really nothing don't. to lose, seriously, you really if don't. you think about it. You got nothing to lose. You really don't. But Just be fun. On to our uh, next story here, a little bit of Civilization Six. So apparently a modder who goes by the name Straight White Shark was able to take a look into the <laughs> uh, Civilization Six source file. As opposed to gay sharks? I'm confused. Or like Kirby sharks? Like well, what the fuck? you know. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. Sorry, I was straight the first white time I shark. That out loud. <laughs> I actually uh, didn't think about it just, like it's that. Just, it's funny. It's different reading it than yeah. like hearing it out loud. You know, it's well, one of those words. It, it, Mr. Uh, Mr. Shark, if you will, was able to. <laughs> you be you, shark. You be you. you, you want, seriously. <laughs> you be you. He found that in the source code, there were five instances of the word yield misspelled in variables that controlled AI priorities. Uh, those priorities were set to determine. Uh, the baseline for the priorities the AI player set for production, science, culture, golden faith. The broken code essentially led the AI to uh, value them all the same rather than going through the delineated process of uh, valuing some over the other, which I think the ideal situation in the game, this is according to a PC Games N article, is uh, the AI should prior prioritize by default in the code uh, that uh production above all else with gold right behind that science and culture are next and faith should be the lowest priority it is sort of ironic that an ai aut automatically represents society in its code for civilization but <laughs> what can you do on i think that's funny as hell like dude you think about this is a big game civ has been out for a while sid meyer and they know what they're doing that group that's making the games they've had six of them obviously you can't have a spell checker when you're writing code if you think about it because all the variables when you're writing code can be anything you want. They're not case sensitive. And it's just, 
This is this is why you have patches, bro. This, this is, why is why you have patches. patches. If you're ever wondering why, like those games you're playing, like why are they coming out with patches? Like the game should be perfect as is. Nah, man. There's bugs for those everywhere. five instances that you misspelled that word. Right? Change the, you change the whole gameplay too. Fundamental that's AI. Insane. Fundamental AI. But Civilization Six ridiculous. Uh, development team was quick to respond that it was a minor occurrence, and I was like, "Come on, son. come on, son." <laughs> It affects the whole gameplay. That's Seriously. ridiculous. All right. Um, so moving on to something near and dear to my heart. He's one of my role models, but I know um, Solo has a lot to say oh, about Oh, I thought this. you were saying I was one of his role just, models. I was like, oh, thank you, thank right, you. Get out of here. Not kind even introduction. Close, not even like top, not even top 10. Bro, not even top I'm top 10, two okay. and I'm not two. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that means. I'm going to just ignore that and move on. Uh, in case you're wondering, one of the coolest people in the world, and when I say coolest people, I don't know if he actually is. He could be a real total jerk. I have no idea. But he's doing cool shit. Elon Musk has stated on Twitter back in 2016 that he supports Overwatch, and he, like, you know, he plays the game, and he thinks it's pretty sweet. So it was kind of funny to hear, and I knew it would get under Solo's skin Overwatch to talk about it just because trash. Solo has had... He's got a he's got Overwatch a spot in his trash. heart you hear that everybody? You hear that salt? Those tears that are coming out of Solo's eyes because he's just stuck in this Dude, bronze this, elo this, hell. This, he's it's not purgatory. It's purgatory. It's so All right, bad. no, listen. We're gonna tell the show too, right? So we will we will here has said that he would be able to take my account and climb out because he's that good. So we should put a bet here. We should not even that good. I just we, think you're that bad. <laughs> we should put a bet here, and we're gonna allow we you guys, it. the listeners, to do, tell us what should the stakes of the bet be. Should we will we get like us out of bronze and into the promised land of potential not shitty people, Silver. or <laughs> if he can't and he sees that his efforts were arbitrary and bronze is a true and utter hell in season nine then you guys tell us so we'll be listening and we're going to await yeah that'd actually be really funny you should let us know yeah, what the stakes exactly. should be um if it's that you don't want to hear solo's voice all episode and you just have me hosted it my way so I'll, I'll, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll throw a gauntlet team. down just, i'll throw a gauntlet down so it'll be probably better for everybody Seriously. all around but uh funniest thing about this elon musk thing is that he plays Soldier, which, you know, people may or may not like. Soldier is one of the few guys that actually shoots. He plays like a normal character. If you played Counter-Strike or any other first-person shooter, you'll understand what Soldier does. But um, he says specifically that <laughs> he finds Overwatch soothing. And I found this funny because, you know, you assume Elon Musk is a very intelligent guy. He thinks a first-person shooter that's super fast-paced is soothing to him, meaning it's just... Maybe his brain's working on a different level where it's just so fast that a fast first fast first person shooter is slow to him and calming and relaxing. Whereas Solo here finds it stressful and it I angers find him. it. So maybe he's on the opposite spectrum of the bell curve. We will, just want to throw it out. We will never wins with me, and then he can't realize that it is the team that my my account attracts. It's the team. Mm. I can't help mm -hmm. it but let's move on uh speaking of celebrities and uh video games there Ooh. is uh a little bit more news coming out of fortnite if you guys recall 
I think I made, it was it last week. I we were just having this 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 discussion. We do this show twice a week, and so at this point, last episode is last week to me, even though it could just be two days ago. <laughs> and so, I want to say yeah. we just covered on, Ninja. On fr- okay, okay. And so that was, fr- just that was Friday. Though. So Friday. Okay, I, I forgot. See, as you guys can tell, we're just always moving. But on Friday, we had covered uh, Drake playing uh, on Twitch, playing Fortnite with Ninja. And then just sort of after the fact, they Fortnite and the I guess Epic Games, the team behind Fortnite, announced the upcoming Pro Am Celebrity Tournament, which is going to include 50 celebrities and 50 top players. It's going to take place at E3, and they also sort of uh, leaked out a little bit of info about the fact that there's going to be competitive play coming out in Fortnite. Oh, that's going to be sweet. And also, not sweet. Oh, wait, that's kind of confusing. I remember I had mixed feelings about this earlier. I didn't know that. That's interesting. I That's news to me because I read the same article you did, so you got some insider info. You ain't sharing, It's bro. called what is that? Context Clues. <laughs> okay. Either way, uh, this tournament is definitely going to be huge. Twitch covering it all, too. Like, you got just the viewership you got with Drake, right? Drake, Juju Smith-Schuster, and um, what do you call yeah. it? Travis Scott, like... 635,000 streamers at the same, not streamers, watchers, viewers at the same time is insane. This tournament is probably going to be big news and could take the spotlight away from Overwatch for a bit. That's for sure. Just because it'll be more exciting. Um, As far as the competitive mode, that's news. And I need to sort out how I feel about that. I'm sure we'll cover that in the future as we get more details. I mean, all it shows is that Fortnite has really broken into the stratosphere um we got our hands on fortnite mobile i am going to be sending the code over to lilo because i had to run it on my brother's phone because uh (laughs) my phone is shitty and i a two arc i'm an analog dude man like old times what what is it like iphone 6 i I think i have a 6 or 6s but it's like a 32 gig so it's already on its last legs but i can i i have to delete episodes of like or delete shit on my phone so I can download episodes of this podcast. <laughs> but regardless, uh, you know, the, uh, yeah, the fact we got one yeah, extra code. We, we should think, have one or two extra codes. Out. I don't know exactly know how it works, so we're gonna find that out, and then we're gonna do a little bit of a a giveaway sweepstakes tourney thing. Tweet at us if you want yeah, a mobile code. That's the best for way Fortnite, we know. Right? Just tweet at us. Let us know. Let you us exist. know that you made it 15 yep. minutes into this, whether you wanted to or not. Whether you stumbled upon here or listen. Yeah, if you're still listening, I think you deserve a reward. So <laughs> we yeah. got one coming for you. Uh, the other reward that you're going to get is news that one of your favorite Call of Duty games ever, Modern Warfare 2, is coming out later this year. And it's going to be sweet. Um, when I say coming out, they're just remastering the game. So sort of what the whole industry is doing, taking every game you liked five or ten years ago and just putting better graphics on it and shipping it out. But... I know. I remember specifically Modern Warfare 2 is one of the, my favorite games of all time and the shooters and the time I spent, probably because of the time of my life where I was in high school and I had free time, like we just, my friends and I crushed that game. Played so much, trying to get every single care package, trying to get dogs, trying to get an atom bomb on junk. Was junk that the one it's with to- that, it's, game play, that game mode, Tomahawks, uh, Crossbow, or... No, 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 no. That's, uh, that's Black Ops. That was Black, Black Ops. Black Ops' Tomahawk stuff. What was it? Wait, oh yeah, wait, no, no, no. was it? I think that good was my question. Warfare. It was Tomahawk. That was that uh, that could be a good question. Uh, crossbow. 
we're googling this right now we're gonna find out yeah sorry we're, we're we're in the middle of research this is on spot research i wish we had a producer damn i agree i agree um we're gonna <laughs> say we don't know and we're gonna find out for you and come back okay cool i'm gonna Moving come back on. to that next week so <laughs> what can you do what can you do sometimes all right making a note but on to a little bit of very very interesting news actually which is that amazon recently announced the launching of a new i guess service called game on it's going to be a cloud service that allows developers to host tournaments on mobile pc and console I was going to say this is Amazon getting into gaming, but to be frankly honest, Amazon owns Twitch, so to a degree, they already are pretty deep into gaming, but just not this uh, aspect of the industry. So if you're... Right, yeah, not hosting exactly. events. Well, it's not even events. So if you're aware, Amazon has a very, very large cloud uh, services business called Amazon Web Services. It's gigantic. You can rent PCs on there if you've ever played or are familiar with cloud gaming. Uh, that is how they work, that people okay. are able to rent computers on these servers, which are just gigantic computer farms. And then you could just play from there, and it just reflects the screen onto you. But regardless, they are going to allow these developers to integrate their games into this basically service that allows them to do competitions and that'll allow the companies and developers to offer in-game prizes or even offer real-world prizes, which will be fulfilled by Amazon. That's really, really interesting, specifically in regards to mobile, because we had talked about this, which is like, and it's going to be something we touch on towards the end of the show with regards to Microsoft, which is cloud and gaming and its sort of trajectory towards the future. And to see Amazon going into something like this, it'll make an average mobile game 10 times more interesting. It's like what I've been saying here so with Mario uh, Kart Mobile, which is I thought it's going to be revolutionary if they're able to actually create mo multiplayer mobile gaming. It's a wrap. And this sort of tournament structure style, like we could do our own people like games tournament and give away prizes and shit. Like that would be pretty cool. Just right, have, right, right. Makes, Just it makes it easy. It makes it easy. Uh, it, it, it really expands the ability to do, I don't want to say tournament hosting, but it's going to really expand. It's like the level right below esports competitive gaming, you know? Like you have this tier of ultra competitive and you have people who are right. pretty nasty at a game, but they'll win a lot of tournaments, but they're not going to go pro, you know? Right, right, Those right. Those guys right. can you. There's, it, clean up. I was just going to say, like these. it seems like Amazon has always been ahead of the curve. They've been trying to, you know, people are trying to catch up to what Amazon is doing and similar to what Alibaba is doing over in uh, China. But like, it's it's incredible to see that although we've heard of services like this trying to offer um, the ability for developers to utilize their services and get interactions with players and all that, it's not at the same scale that you can offer with Amazon. And Amazon is just epically huge. So this is good for dissemination of information and for dissemination of product and because they have already a, a very good infrastructure that allows them to ship billions of packages a year like that same mind is coming to gaming or as it can be applied to gaming now which is exciting as a fan of the gaming industry right 
And that's just, I don't know. It's really, really, really I exciting. thoroughly agree with that. I thoroughly agree with that. Um, moving on to something else that I find pretty exciting is, uh, as we know, Fortnite is huge, okay? And as a result of Fortnite being huge, there was another game that unfortunately had to be led to pasture, as they say, right? And so this game is called Paragon. Yeah, we covered it a couple of weeks ago, right? Paragon was the first person uh, massive online battle arena. So it's the first person MOBA that you could play that was created by Epic Games. And they recently said that it's going to be ending in April, okay? Long story short, what Epic is doing as a company, which is really, really cool, is they're advertising their Unreal Engine and they're allowing most, if not all, of the software that went into creating Paragon to be free and on the market and you can utilize it with their Unreal Engine. So they have a whole bunch of people who've signed up to be Unreal Engine um, engineers, I guess you'd say. And these engineers will now have free access to everything that Paragon created over its 20 month span that it was running. It was, you know, took $12 million to make Paragon. And then now it's closing down. You think about that, that has to be due to the booming success of Fortnite. And it's just incredible. But I think it's a really smart move by Epic because they're allowing creators to get access to content that'll make their lives easier. And also, pushing out the Unreal Engine at the same time. So it's like free publicity. You're giving creators the opportunity to take your content and make something brand new out of it. And it's sort of the way some of the best games in the gaming industry right now were created. You think of Warcraft 3 and Blizzard allowing people to make games, custom games out of it. Those same guys made Dota. Dota spawned League of Legends. League of Legends started this whole big revolution. Well, not really. I guess Dota started it. But like all these games are spawning off each other. It's from the fact that you can give the tools to people and people are extremely creative. And I just think it's an awesome move. Awesome move. Paragon. Epic games. And Epic, yeah. really. Epic, 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 games, Epic, yeah. Epic can do no wrong at the moment. Um, I that, that, Dude, yeah. Epic's killing it. I this, think, this, yeah, this real, smart move, real smart move. Real smart move. Now I'm going to hit you guys with three quick stories because for the sake of expediency and your schedule and... All things considered, we figured we could uh, throw a few in that are quickies without having to expand too much, and you guys will get it because you hear us and you're a smart audience because you listen to us. So we trust you. Intelligent anyway, audience, let's do it. Getting in a little bit into a company called BitGuild. We, I thought, uh, had mentioned it a couple of weeks back, but I don't believe we did. I think I may have cut this one, but it is a platform which uses blockchain technology to give players ownership over their digital in-game items it recently just raised uh 60 or 20 million dollars under six hours the reason i mention that is because not all companies sort of tails off of the 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 story that or article that lila was just speaking about which is paragon giving away its in-game assets not every company does that when they shutter a game so if you had put money into it, so like Paragon, Epic Games even refunded people who had put money into the game up to that point. Like that's a wild, right. like wildly yep. kind move. Like no company really does that. So this was an outlier. And so just in that regards, this company and blockchain technology in particular, which is going to be really a part of gaming. And this is one of the reasons, which is it'll allow you to have, to be able to basically keep your in-game items and be able to trade them or sell them. It'll create a marketplace 
for that. Uh, and so that'll be interesting. And we'll see. They're doing it with Bitcoin, yeah, which but, is blowing up. That's why yeah, it's interesting the, well, pretty we're, much. We're, we're, we're going to teach you guys more about blockchain and gaming. Not bit, not cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency for the most part is stupid. But regardless. Anyway, on to our next <laughs> little story. And that is that the ESL Pro League is expanding into South America. That is a pretty great idea. It's going to be called the LA League, which is, I'm going to assume, the Latin American League. Um, but I could be wrong. Yep. I could be wrong, but regardless. You know what they say about assumptions. They make an ass out of you and just you alone because you're solo. My shame is public. (laughs) But uh, yeah, you know, as I always get the benefit of the doubt when it comes to regardless. I'm not going to get into that. (laughs) I'm not going to get into that. But um, uh, it's a pretty great idea for an expansion for the league it is in addition to the esl announcing an asia pacific region which we had actually covered last month and uh, esl is a counter-strike pro league if you are just unfamiliar but uh, it basically gives the uh the league a foothold in five continents which is no small deal uh Brazil in particular. That's actually ridiculous. Huge. I didn't even think about that. That's yeah, a global game. Uh, that's Holy what shit. I say about League of Legends, where it's predominantly set in China. Counter Strike is just around the world, and that is right, right. pretty wild um, for them. Dude, this works yeah. like with the Owls too. If it works in Brazil and works in like, one of the top South teams America in the world, they're all, like all Brazilian. Yeah. And you know, we talked about you know with the Overwatch actually, League when we mentioned either. season two, they're going to be expanding teams. Like we really want. A Brazilian based teams. Uh, it's gonna be Koreans. <laughs> I didn't know that. I was gonna mention. It. I, like, I think we talked about that already. Actually, I think we talked about that specific thing. I think Owls, if wherever Counter Strike is, I think yeah. Overwatch can be for sure. And then, with that being said, if it's in Brazil, you could definitely see a team trying to open up there. But those Brazilians are gonna be Koreans, yeah. so. Brazil actually has a huge Asian population, so I just want to throw that out there too. You wouldn't expect it, but they do. I didn't expect that. Uh, And then last up, um, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say that the uh, Capcom Pro Tour adds Facebook and YouTube as broadcast partners. As you know, both of the companies have made aggressive moves to be able to take over Twitch or at least get into competition with Twitch. Uh, In addition, I mean, I guess Facebook just also released uh, a new uh, s- software development kit that will allow people to stream from their PC directly to Facebook without any additional hardware or software that may actually get a lot of amateurs, et cetera. But regardless, uh, just, you know, I guess Leo and I were talking about it right before he made a great point, which is it's sort of like television now. You don't know which content's coming from where, where to watch what. Yep, yep, pretty much. As As a consumer, you will be flipping through websites as opposed to, pressing changing a channel right where where's the game on is it on nbc abc tnt whatever no it's now yeah, it's on youtube seriously. facebook twitch like where, where is oh. it i don't know it kind of sucks as a gamer i wish it was all consolidated but then yeah. you don't want a monopoly I mean, I either so there's that competition is good where do i watch the overwatch league the top left bar of my twitch thing and if i didn't have that i would not know where to find <laughs> it so but that's all i yeah, got for yeah. you uh, 
All right. Uh, well, moving on to something quick and kind of cool. I don't want to get into the details because it's very tech savvy, but I know Solo and I, uh, we found this article and you thought uh, I'd like it a lot, which is actually pretty sweet. But there is a collaboration between Microsoft and NVIDIA coming out. And it, why is that important? Well, Microsoft creates an AI, right, and utilizes AI to help make some of their processes better, okay? This AI essentially goes through programs and refines things, makes tools easier to use, makes pictures more beautiful, and they can actually infer things about what the user wants about the product. Well, NVIDIA, being the gaming industry, is trying to pair up with Microsoft to get that AI software on their GPUs so that developers can then utilize the AI's processes, the AI's processes, can't even speak, um, to make your games better. So in the future, potentially, this is just hyperbole. I don't actually know this, if this could happen, but if you're ever playing a game like Dark Souls, where you're running through a level, it's like a game, third person mm -hmm. dungeon crawler, okay? You're fighting people. In that game, you die a lot. So every time you die, you take a path. And if you happen to repeat that path over and over, this AI could hypothetically make sure that the enemies come to you at a different location and a path. And that happens out in the industry right now, but it'll make it so that the more you are likely to take a path, the more likely you are to face certain types of enemies and face harder enemies and face enemies coming from different direction. It's sort of like a, a it allows way to more things, AI really cool. permutations by allowing more yeah, pretty. processes to run. It, it, by studying humans' habits, though, that's the difference. By actually understanding the habits that the user is doing and that's just one of the things most of the time it it would probably be used to help make graphics sharper mm -hmm. for individuals it's like where is this person more likely to run to okay is it going to go to this objective based on the bar that's glowing on the top and it's saying go north go north go north so i'll render north sooner that way you can see the distance or is it going to go randomly to this leaf that he looks down at and it's bright red and so i'll render that like it could make it so that games are more optimized with graphics in the sense that you can infer what a user is going to do based on the inputs that are on the screen. And it's something that will learn over time and get better. That is that's the creepy, creepy thing. It'll be like, it yeah. knows what I'm thinking. But Isn't that's that what crazy? they assume everything is. And that's what all technology has become, which is an algorithm that output is based on the amount of input you give it. Right, right. And based on a model of social behavior. But if you give a computer enough information, man, they're going to model a human being like 99% correct. That's which why is I Google. I can't even understand. That's why I Google random time. shit, man. I don't know that's you, why bro. I Google random shit. I'm just like, <laughs> yo, I'm going to Google this and the computer will think I'm this way. But in reality, I'm just throwing it off its trail. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, I think that was a, it's a really cool pairing and it could bode well for the future or we could have Skynet and everyone dies because the Terminator Basically, comes to kill us. So I don't know. One or the know. other. You find out. But wrapping up Quickscope, we have Fig, which is a new company. We're just going to get into it for a quick second, which is allowing... Uh, it's basically crowdfunding for games, but the difference between that and, say, Kickstarter is that the investors of the game actually get a share of the revenue. Thus far, the company has released four games, three of which have seen profit for the investors, the fourth which has broken even already and which should be profitable within the next year to two, according to these numbers. But it is a very interesting idea. It's something we've spoken about before as well, which is I do not think that there's much viability with regards to... Uh, Kickstarter as a viable model for gaming development. And so 
I don't believe you. But this is sort of different, taking it to a different level where you're investing money and you actually get returns. Kickstarter is you invest money yeah. and get the product. Well, you're paying for it. You're just paying for early access. You should be given something for contributing to its development. And it, I, I mean, they do. They no, have it's the not that you awards. should be. It's I not that you should be. That's the wrong thing. They need to figure out a better way to incentivize. And I think this is a smart idea that can work for particular situations like it it's like investing money though you see the numbers and the returns if you take on aggregate the four games that fig is releasing okay over the past 12 months if you invested in all four games you would have a return of 59 percent of your money invested 59 percent crushes market okay because it crushes games, the market even with the growth that we had the past year games give Go, a real uh, it, it's like we were talking about with software before, which is that it gives you an infinite uh, return because there's no marginal right. cost after the creation of it. There's exponential capability, whereas the market will probably see like exactly. So like it'll make its point. money yeah. back, but like if it's you are able to say, if you're able to get a game popping, you could like expon exponentialize <laughs> your your investment, and that's what a lot of game developers try to do, but. This is just a way to maybe get medium tier investors, like four five digit ones. But who knows? I would exactly. Do it. I would invest for sure if I can get fifty nine percent of my money and I just wait a year. It's it's a separate way to exactly. just save some money. At least you know it's sort of like putting money in Bitcoin. You don't know if it's going to go up, going to go down, but we'll see what happens. Just kidding. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. Dude, so that, that wraps up Quick Scope, which is exciting, which means if you listen to our table of contents, we're on to Game Spotlight. Yeah! I know that was an awkward pause. Sorry about that, but we're hopefully going to insert a soundbite. And if we don't, I just sound like an idiot. Okay, and so it's maybe cool. that's why I did win, it. Win-win for something. <laughs> long long right, con. So, uh, this Game Spotlight... Yeah, okay. Um, this Game Spotlight that we're talking about is going to be about a first-person shooter, and it's a game called Rico. So I don't know if you've been following this or if you heard about it, but it's something I found recently, and it is a co-op shooter that's heavy on gunshots, bullet time, and action movie, as per an article by Sharif Saeed from VG247. Okay, so in Rico, you play as one of two police partners who crack down on violent, violent crime, and you have 24 hours to solve a case. You can play co-op, split-screen online, but... What's interesting is that if you've ever heard of a game called Super Hot, it is very much like that, where they're going for action movie moments, okay? So in Super Hot, the premise is every time you move your player at all, the enemies also move at the same time. If you stop moving, the enemies stop moving. And so when you shoot a bullet, you can see it traveling slowly towards the enemies. And as you move to get away from the enemy's bullets, they can move around and shoot you. So it's very cool. It's real time. It goes back and forth. And it's easy. Rico is very much the same way. They just take that same exact premise where you open a door and you're moving in slow motion while your enemies are moving in slow motion. They just beefed up the graphics, essentially. They made it prettier. They made it cooler. They have a sick hip-hop soundtrack Ayo. that goes along with it. And it's just super hot, like, yeah. 7.0, okay, in terms of violence, gore, animation, all, all the above. So... I definitely am going to check it out, and I think you guys should too if you liked Super Hot as well. Um, I was a big fan of that game. I have no doubt that I'm going to like this game a lot. And hopefully, the story doesn't suck, but you're not really playing for the story. You're playing it to yeah, feel like basically. an action hero. It's like playing you an know? arcade game. So. It's like Time Crisis at the movie theater, basically. Yeah, it's a, exactly. It's like Time Crisis, yeah. but you got slow motion. And everyone exactly. loves fucking slow motion. Everyone loves slow sweet. motion, especially in a shooter. But now, 
let's get into what is the final lap. I want to say that that accompanies a little bit of a sound clip, but we can't say for certain because... Oh, no, no, no. That's not... What's the... Everyone knows that you speed up on the final yeah, lap. Yeah, and, 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 and Mario faster, Kart. So we'll, we'll, we'll if they don't songs. recognize it, they'll... they'll They'll ask us, hopefully, but regardless, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, but tweet us. On to our, our last little story of the day, and that is the fact that Sea of Thieves comes out today, and it also, yes. for you know us, in our opinion, as we reflected on prior, is, a, is sort of a next step for the Xbox because it is going to be the first time that a AAA title such as Sea of Thieves, is available on the Xbox Game Pass, which is that monthly $10 service offered by Xbox that allows you access to a library of their games. Uh, it is something I've been a big proponent of for a long time, which is a subscription model with regards to video games. But regardless of that and staying on topic, because as I told you, <laughs> we, love, we love rambles. He's working, he's but, working. Uh, it's interesting because it sort of puts into question how necessary it is to even have an Xbox to a certain degree because uh, it yeah. is going to be predominantly on the cloud. If you have not played on the Xbox Game Pass before, some of the access that you get of the game, your storage is based onto a cloud server. So Microsoft also has been a major or made major moves into cloud services. So, Lila, what do you see for Xbox moving down the line? Do you think that the next generation is going to be another sort of bulk Xbox like this? Do you think they're going to go towards... Uh, I mean, are they going to go towards computers? Well, Definitely not... going towards computers. I think more and more people like want ease of use and ease of use comes with not having to host the hardware yourself right people some people just stay in computers because they're like why do i have to have this big obnoxious looking lugging thing here when i can just have my laptop and it works just the same uh you're seeing industry or sorry companies like parsec right coming out and doing cloud-based nvidia gaming. you're seeing other companies like amazon getting into cloud-based gaming yeah, nvidia doing cloud-based gaming service so Microsoft is not unique in this, but Microsoft has a much bigger scope because of all the titles that are coming out and the Xbox they could do. Dude, it definitely seems like they're trying to phase out consoles. And when I say that, it's not phase out consoles, but beef up yeah, cloud content. Exactly, because... Just, just bring it in. It's not like phasing out stuff because I think the, the president went on record, right, saying that he didn't actually want to stop Xbox production, yeah. if that makes sense, or yeah. Xbox design. But they understand that they're not involved as heavily in the designing of games, so moving to cloud-based services might make that easier, so that everything's yeah, in-house. Exactly, and it, it it sort of gives Xbox a Steam-esque distribution platform to make, you know, give them right. a marketplace right. as well of, I guess, rentals, buying, etc. And as you know, statistics show, you know, there's an increasing number of digital-only purchases. I still buy hard you know copies i will be buying a physical copy of far right, cry right, right. 5 yeah exactly you keep it in your house so i have a question like i guess i don't know if you'll know but to me this is the way i think it works and you might contradict me but either way i don't think like the game pass is cloud-based per se in the sense that you play a game 
through a connection and the game is actually run on a different server i think you still have to download the game you download and they it just off the keep cl- your information where, do, where are you accessing those games yeah, you exactly download it off so the you, cloud. you download it off the the cloud right and so then the game is on your console and so when the game's on your console and then you go to access it then they okay. attach the okay, save okay, data okay. to to yeah, the server to the server exactly to the server and not to you which is why like yeah steam does the same thing you could save it you save your profile locally, but it also has the cloud. And sometimes you can play a game where it's like you don't sync up with the cloud. I, I get that. I thought so. I thought your implication was that some of the games you could only play through Microsoft as if Microsoft was hosting the games and just streaming them to you. That's what I interpreted your statement no, as. And I just want to clarify. Microsoft is stupid and they make you download everything, even if you already have it on your console. Yeah, you don't have a hard drive. You only have 250 yeah. gigabytes on your Xbox. Yeah, and I, like, I have an Xbox. external, you can't, but like, can't download all these games. It's fucking principle, <laughs> really, at the end of the day isn't that crazy though like if you think about it if you max out the games that you physically bought every time you want to play something new on game pass you're gonna to have to uninstall something and then reinstall something else and i, I know that feeling from like literal like, experience I, I don't really clean out my hard drive i have to yeah. do that it's, it's just ridiculous. Isn't it frustrating it's definitely and frustrating. i say that because i have physical copies so it's double frustrating i'm like yo i have the disc so the thing is it, it forces me to download the entirety of the game onto the console and then it requires a disc. Hey, you can't play without a disc. Like, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, Microsoft's out here doing cloud services shit. They're like disrespecting the consumer at a basic level right there. And so. Dude, uh, if you have is. physical discs now, I think they could hopefully take that same software that keeps your profile on the cloud and understand that you have a unique key because you have the disc. They, therefore, if you download it on your with the unique Xbox, key. That cloud should then take your profile, but right? Like, exactly. Everyone's connected to the internet nowadays, and I know they're trying to look out for the guys who don't have Xbox Live, but that's so stupid. Sort of, it's such, such a, a dumb, dumb move. And it's, it's sort of like the Oculus certification thing. It's the same shit. It's like there should be a unique certification key in that disk, exactly as you're saying. Otherwise, what's the point of mm-hmm. – if you haven't thought about that level of encryption yet, no wonder your shit keeps getting like, you know, stolen. Oh, man. Now we're getting into territory where it's like the reason why we wanted physical CDs. I like I, I as a fan definitely complained about the, they wanted to go digital at first for Xbox and then they went back to physical keys or sorry physical discs. I can understand like sharing is great and that's the problem, but maybe you can limit it to certain profiles and sort of do game share the way yo. Know, what's the other service that does game share? There's a big gaming service that allows you to play games your friends play. Isn't it? It's on PlayStation, isn't it? PS Plus. They allow you to share games for a little that, bit. That Someone I'm not entirely me. sure. Anyway. I, I I know we covered that other okay. sort of rental service. I think it's like Utomic. But okay, yeah, 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 I hear you. I'm talking about there's a big name service that allows you to play games that your friend has just played or something like that. It might be Xbox itself, know, but yeah. that's where this physical CD comes in. I'm upset. I understand where they're going with it, and I think it makes sense. I don't know. Do you have any more thoughts about this? Yeah, I think, I think uh, it's gonna be uh, interesting. I mean, we're gonna be playing Sea of Thieves. I have the Xbox Game Pass. I'm gonna download the game on my Xbox through the Xbox Game Pass. Uh, you have to wait until twelve o'clock at midnight, by the way, in case you're wondering. <laughs> oh wait, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're on we're different coast, in case you're wondering. So that makes more exactly. sense now. <laughs> uh, what a rookie! What a rookie! Yes, yeah, Xbox had a weird thing where you couldn't preload games, but that's what they're trying yeah, to get around exactly. right now. So in but other news, that would be pretty cool. I, I think. I think Satya Nadella, who's the CEO of Microsoft, is a pretty smart guy. Uh, he's a cloud services guy. Whether Microsoft will necessarily move away from the Xbox in this generation, probably not. But I, I think it would be a good argument to be made. Why not just come out with like a little 
square size thing decreased your hardware costs and just run your entire shit on a, a cloud but eh, it's like know, a steam link exactly. sort of the same and, idea too know, uh, but you'll always have hardcore gamers who want you know that 60 f sps i know i'm fucking SPS, i'm fucking this guy look at how technical you know they're, gonna, so they're, they're gonna want that so six they're gonna want that 60 <laughs> fps they're gonna want that sort of like crisp graphics you know i played on a tube tv for far too long to be 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 a stickler yeah. you played like n64 and i played those yeah. games far too long on the tube tv I, i'm not a stickler for graphics but, but i get it if the gamer wants it so they'll, they'll they'll be in the middle they're gonna serve casual gamers through the cloud services and hardcore gamers with a, a more concrete thing but that's about we're gonna see yeah. the way it goes we're just yeah. gonna see we're the just way, gonna it, goes. See anyway, way goes. it goes um that's all we got for you guys today that what i think was pretty good informative I like that, but as we said, we won't be with us on Friday, and so. Sorry about it, everybody. So, but, uh, my best wishes to everybody out oh there God. for dealing with Look solo on one. And one they called Wevo Haterade. <laughs> and that's how I'm ending that episode. Hey, hey, hey. All right, that works for me.